that Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Party at the bodega. It's your man, Ben's Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there this evening? I hope everybody's doing incredible. I really mean it. Sincerely mean it. Yes, sir. It's thinking out loud with your man, Ben's Pharrell. Okay, let's get to it. A stolen Virginia ambulance used to ram into multiple vehicles, leading the police on a chaotic chase in Washington, D.C. All right. A Virginia police arrested a man who allegedly stole an ambulance and hit at least 10 cars. Officials say a male driver involved in a multi-car collision on Saturday afternoon stole an Arlington County Fire Department ambulance nearby and used it to flee from the scene. The incident happened on I-395 northbound on the George Washington Memorial Parkway in Arlington, Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C., according to news sources. The stolen ambulance went north on I-395 during the incident. Virginia State Police pursued the car into Washington, D.C., where it stopped after crashing into another car. Officials said the suspect was taken into custody without incident. Uh, I don't know what they're talking about. There was plenty of incident. At least 10 cars were hit by the ambulance after it was allegedly stolen, police stated. An investigation into the incident is underway. I don't know what they're talking about without incident. It was plenty of incidents. It was like at least 10 incidents before you captured the dude. Like, what the hell is wrong with these people? All right, let's get it. Next. Burger King cook who didn't miss work for 27 years gets 400k in online donations to retire after viral posts. That is a very beautiful news. I wish somebody gave me 400k. Yes, sir. That is wonderful news. Finally, I reported some good news to the people out there that's listening to your man, Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. A Burger King employee received almost half a million dollars through a GoFundMe in response to a video of him commemorating 27 years without missing a day of work, a feat that many felt his company did not appropriately celebrate it. All right. That's great. Kevin Ford, who works as a cashier and a cook inside the Burger King location at McCarran International Airport in Las Vegas, went viral last year after the post a posted a video after he posted a video on TikTok celebrating the milestone of the 27 years of work without calling in sick or missing time. In the video, Ford is holding a plastic bag of gifts from his employer that included a movie ticket, a movie ticket, candy, pens, keychains, a Starbucks cup, and other items. The video went viral over the past year with a lot of commentators or commenters pointing out that the gifts seemed cheap and suggesting that he deserved more of a reward. In a response to the comments, Ford's daughter Serena created a GoFundMe page to raise money for her dad's retirement. 
He originally he originally began working at this job as a single father when he gained custody of me and my older sister 27 years ago. Serena wrote on a GoFundMe page. All right, she wrote that on a GoFundMe page. Then, as our family grew and he re remarried, he continued to work there because of the amazing health insurance that was provided through this employer because it was unionized. This got all four of his daughters through high school and college with full health care coverage. My dad continues to work there because though he does look young, he is coming up on retirement age and leaving would cost him his retirement. In no way are we asking for money or is he expecting any money, but if anyone feels like blessing him, he would love to visit his grandchildren. Serena later posted that Ford was able to visit his grandchildren as a result of the generous outpouring of support. As of Friday, the GoFundMe page has raised $408,000 for the Las Vegas Burger King employee. Burger King did not immediately respond to the request for comments. All right. This is a that's dope. This is that this this is the opposite of Carly Russell. All right. If you ask, you shall receive, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Do the right thing and you will get awarded. Rewarded. All right. What call you hustle get? What she only got? Like what? Twelve thousand or something? Fourteen, fifteen, seventeen thousand she got away with. Hey, got to be you got to live in the light if you want something right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying it, bro. Don't get mad. Like, I'm trying to tell you what's up. Like, why y'all giving me the dirty looks for? I'm telling you straight up. Like, come on, man. You got to do the right thing. Stop being bad all the time. Be nice once in a while. Not once in a while. Be nice all of the time. And you're going to have nice things reciprocally come right back to you. All right? Just trying to help you out. This is thinking out loud. I'm just telling you what's going on. People giving me the dirty looks over here. You should see this. What the fuck? A Burger King employee received almost a half a million dollars through the GoFundMe in response to a video of commemorating his 27 years working at the goddamn McDonald's, all right? At the, air, at the Las Vegas airport. He was a cashier and a cook, all right? At the McCarran International Airport in Las Vegas, all right? Went viral last year after he posted a video on TikTok celebrating the milestone of the 27 years of work without calling in sick or missing any type of time. In this video, Ford is holding a plastic bag of gifts from his employer that included a movie ticket, goddamn candy, pins, keychains, a Starbucks cup, and other miscellaneous items that we don't give a damn about. All right. The video went viral over the past year with a lot of commenters, you know, people commenting, pointing out that the gifts, that the gifts seems cheap. All right. It seems cheap and he deserve a better reward. In response to the comments, Ford's daughter, Serena. All right. God bless him with a beautiful angel. Yes, sir. 
created a GoFundMe page to raise money for her dad's retirement. He originally began working at this job as a single father when he gained custody of me and my older sister 27 years ago, Serena wrote on the GoFundMe page. Then, as our family grew and he remarried, he continued to work there because of the amazing health insurance that was provided through this employer because it was unionized. All right. I'm from New York. So it's, there's certain pronunciations that just don't go with me. Union nines. All right. This got all four of his daughters through high school and college with full health care coverage. Wonderful. My dad continues to work, quote unquote, from the from the lovely daughter of this uh, guy that worked there for 27 years. She said my dad continues to work there. Because though he does look young, he is coming up on retirement age and he's leave and leaving would cost him his retirement. In no way are we asking for money or is he expecting any money. But if anyone feels like blessing him, he would love to visit his grandchildren. Serena later posted that Ford was able to visit his grandchildren as a result of the generous outpouring of support. Yes, sir. I love it. It's incredible, all right? Hopefully, Carly Hustle, I mean Russell, is able to listen to this podcast, and she's probably going to learn her lesson, all right? If you ask, you shall receive, all right? That's all it is. You don't have to be a scammer all of your life, all right? So, anyway, next. Let me see what else is on next. The wildfires in Hawaii. I've been covering this for a couple of days. Maui wildfires. Death toll climbs to 80. All right. As survivors return to ruins. Survivors witness a surreal landscape of flattened homes. Blackened hulks of burnt out cars and ashy lots where buildings once stood as they took stock of their shattered lives. In the aftermath of a Maui wildfire that authorities authorities says has killed at least 80 people anthony garcia assessed the devastation as he stood under the lahaina's iconic bayan tree now charred and swept twisted branches into neat piles next to another heap filled with dead animals cats roosters and other birds killed by the smoke and flames somehow it made sense and the world turned upside down. Sad. If I don't do something, I'll go nuts, said Mr. Garcia, who lost everything he owned. I'm losing my faith in God. Garcia and others, other residents were faced with widespread destruction as they took stock of their shattered homes and lives resulting from the wildfires that tore through parts of the Hawaii island. This week, and were still not fully contained Friday night. Maui County raised the number of confirmed deaths to 80 at 9 p.m. Statements on Friday. Governor Josh Green has warned the death toll would likely rise as search and rescue operations continue. Authorities set a curfew from 10 p.m. until 6 in the morning Saturday. The recovery is going to be extraordinarily complicated, but we do want people to get back to their homes and just do what they can to assess safely. 
because it's pretty dangerous, Mr. Green told Hawaii news sources. Uh, Cadaver sniffing dogs were deployed to search for the dead. Maui County Mayor Richard Bison Jr. stated a new wildfire Friday evening triggered the evacuation of Kayanapoli, uh, Kanapoli in West Maui, a community north, northeast of the area that burnt earlier. But crews were able to extinguish the fire before 8.30 p.m., authorities stated. Attorney General Ann Lopez announced plans to conduct a comprehensive review of decision-making and standing policies impacting the response to the deadly wildfires. My department is committed to understanding the decisions that were made before and during the wildfires and to sharing with the public the results of this review, Lopez said in a statement. All right. Attorney General Ann Lopez. All right. So the wildfires are the state's deadliest natural disaster in decades, surpassing a 1960 tsunami that killed 61 people, an even deadlier tsunami in 1946, which killed more than 150 on the Big Island, prompted development of a territory-wide emergency system with sirens that are tested monthly. All right. So this was extremely bad. This is catastrophic. This, Like I said, I've been covering this for a couple of days. I was keeping in track of the people, um, the home, the search and rescue. I was just keeping in track with that because the death toll has risen. Many fire survivors said they didn't hear many, any sirens or receive any warnings, giving them enough time to prepare, realizing they were in danger only when they saw flames or heard explosions. There was no warning said Lynn Robinson, who lost her home. Hawaii Emergency manage Management Records rec records do not... Let me see. My bad, bro. Hawaii Emergency Management Records do not indicate warning sirens sounded before people had to run for their lives. So they didn't have no warning in the beginning from everything that I'm allocating from this goddamn paragraph, uh, they didn't get too much of a warning with the wildfires, all right? This is what I'm getting. So officials sent alerts to mobile phones, televisions, and radio stations, but widespread power and cellular outages may have limited limit the reach, all right? The widespread power outages and cellular outages may have limited their reach. Um, this this disaster right here should be a lesson to us all, every, everybody around the world. It should be a lesson to everybody around the world, if you think about it. Because the cellular towers, the towers that get the signal for all your cell phones and stuff, all of that got burnt down. So nobody couldn't really call anybody. And then... Like I said, what I'm getting from this paragraph right here that I'm reading to you, um, the warnings from the officials, from the state officials and stuff to get people to evacuate their homes, the warnings and the radio stations. And radio stations, not too many people listen to the radio stations 
like that. Everybody's on their phones. So the wildfires destroyed a lot of cell towers. So the warnings could not get, people couldn't get the warnings. So they, they really didn't know what's going on. And then the electricity went out. So people were in the dark, period. So this was a tragic event, historic event. And like I said earlier, this right here could teach us a lesson to be better prepared for any future disasters. You get what I'm saying? So, like, I'm reading this to you so you could understand what's going on. Hawaii emergency management records did not indicate warnings. Sirens sounded before people had to run for their lives. Officials sent alerts to mobile cell phones, televisions, and radio stations, but widespread power and cellular outages may have limited their reaches. Fueled by a dry summer and strong winds from a passing hurricane, at least three wildfires erupted in Marawi, racing through a parched brush covering the islands. The most serious blaze swept into La Haina on Tuesday and left a grid of gray rubble wedge between the blue ocean and lush green slopes. Associated Press journalists found the devastation included nearly every building on Front Street, the heart of the historic La Haina and the, uh, the economic hub of Maui. Damn, I'm getting messages on the phone and stuff. There was an eerie traffic jam of charred cars that didn't escape the inferno as surviving roosters mendered through the ashes. Skeletal remains of buildings bowed under roofs that pancaked in the blaze. Palm trees were torched. Boats in the harbor were scorched. And the stench of burning lingered. It hit so quick, it was incredible. Cal Scharnhorst Cal Schoenhorst said as he surveyed his damaged apartment complex. Summer and Gilly's girlin sought to salvage keeps on uh, hold up. Summer and Gil's girlin sought to salvage keepsakes from the ashes of their home. I'm by two people. I don't know who wrote this article. Some like I told you in other segments, some of these writers trying to be fancy by articulating the report and like the best writers that I know they work for like the Washington Post, the New York Post, New York Times, those are the best writers, but the uh, amateur writers like I don't know, they be just going too far and I have to reiterate and then say it out. Uh makes my job all all the harder. So that's why I be mumbling sometimes. I don't be mumbling. I, I try not to mumble, period. But I mess up and fumble on the words. But anyway, things are going to get better in the future. I promise you that. And uh, let's keep on. Let's keep at it. All day. Fuck. Look at that. They couldn't have found was the piggy bank Summers girlin's father gave her as a child. Their daughter's jade bracelet and watches. They gifted each other for their wedding. Their wedding rings were gone. 
They described the fear as the strong wind whipped the smoke and flames closer, uh, but said they were happy to have made it out alive with their two children. Safety was the main concern. These are material things, Mr. Gillis Gerland stated. All right. The beginning of this paragraph was super difficult because I don't even know what the hell they was trying to say. They said they couldn't find nothing except like mis miscellaneous items when they was going through the rubble of their homes. But they made it out safely with their two children, which, you know, thank God. All right. The wildfire is already projected to be the second uh, costliest disaster in Hawaii history behind only Hurricane and Nikki in 1992. According to the disaster and risk modeling firm Karen Clark and Company, the fire is the deadliest in the United States since the 2018 campfire in California, which killed at least 85 people and destroyed the town of Paradise. The danger of Marawi was well known. Marawi County's hazard Mitigation plan updated in 2020 identified Lahina, Lahaina, and other West Morawi communities as having frequent wildfires and several buildings at risk. Several different um, establishments that may be at risk. All right, so the report also noted that West Morawi had the island's second highest rate of households without a vehicle and the highest rate of non-English speakers. This may limit the population's ability to receive, understand, and take expedient action during hazard events, the plan stated. Morawi's firefighting efforts may have been hampered by limited staff and equipment. Bobby Lee, president of the Hawaii Firefighters Association said there are a maximum of 65 county firefighters working at any given time with responsibility for three islands, Morawi, Moloki, and Lani, Lanai, or Lani. The department has about 13 fire engines and two ladder trucks but no off-road vehicles to thoroughly attack brush fires before they reach roads or populated areas, he stated. All right, Morari water officials warn Kula and Lahaina residents not to drink running All right, not to drink running water. Where is that? All right, which maybe be contaminated even after boiling. And to only take short, lukewarm showers and well-ventilated rooms to avoid possible chemical vapor exposure. Andrew Welton, a Purdue University engineering professor whose team assisted with the campfire in Colorado's 2021 Marshall Fire, said showering in water potentially containing hazardous waste levels of benzene is not advisable and a do not use order would be appropriate until analysis is complete. So, when people cannot take no showers, they have to analyze the water system before they can even let the people use water. That's, that's bad. 
That's like World War III um, situation right there. La Haina resident Lana Vieira, who filled out FEMA assistance forms Friday at a relative's house, fled Tuesday and was eager to return, despite knowing the home where she was raised, five children where she raised five children and treasured items like baby pictures and yearbooks were gone. Yeah, I was talking about this yesterday. I said, bro, these people went through a, a very horrific situation and the world is watching. So I feel bad for everybody over there in Morawi and over there uh, in the island of Morawi and the Hawaiians. I know, I know, I know they're going through hell and I feel real bad. And then I'm trying to get the listeners to understand that if they were into, if they were in those shoes, in that circumstances, they would hate life. Cause look, you're gonna lose everything. Everything that you worked hard for, you lost it. You don't got nothing but the clothes that's on your back. Then you can't even drink no water and take a bath to clean up yourself. You smelling like hell. Like it's like people gonna go through heartache, bro. Like I feel bad for all of them people out there. And hopefully, uh, the Biden administration can have some type of relief program for all of the people that's affected by this wildfire. Hopefully, the the president is smart enough to do that because he's been fucking up for the last eight months, getting on everybody's nerves. And all right, yeah, I'm a conservative. You can get mad if you want to, but I'm not a fully conservative. I'm a little bit of both, a liberal and a conservative. God damn it. All right, I'm independent, Republican, and a Democratic. All at the same time, nobody can't tell me shit. Fuck that. I don't care what y'all say. Anyway, uh, I'm going to just cut this pie short and sweet. All right? Uh, this has been devastating for the people over there in Malawi. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing it right. And uh, this is crazy. Maui wildfires, death toll climbs to 80 as survivors return to their ruins. All right. Search and rescue are still busy looking for any survivors. And right. Uh, the disaster, looking at the photos and looking at the video, it looked like a bomb done hit the goddamn town. That's how it looked like. Like, it was a bomb. Like, they went through a catastrophic war and stuff like that. So, it's crazy how these pictures look. Feel bad for all of the people out there. Like I said, I pray to God that the administration, the government, the Biden administration, make sure they got some type of relief for all of the people that's affected by this um, wildfire. All right. So this is your man, Benz Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube, which is Box Benji. Let me spell it out for you. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. That's the same name you could use to follow me on Instagram, Box Benji. And you could jump on TikTok, which is underscore murder envy. That is underscore M-U-R-D-E-R-E-N-V as in Victor I-I. All right. I'm going to talk to you later. I'm going to hit you off with some more news. 
I'm not going to skip a beat, not one beat. I'm going to give it to you every day, all day. It's, this is your man, Ben's Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. God damn, I've been fumbling on the words all, all in this segment. I don't like that. It's like I can't even move my mouth. It's hard. I told you I got um, Bell's palsy. But for all of a sudden, it's like messing with me right now. And I really can't talk. And then I can't jump and just take a break and take a day break off of the podcast because that hurts. When I do that, it hurts my analytics and the numbers. So I, I basically got to do this every day and stuff. It gets crazy. But everybody's starting to know my lingo. How's the best way to say it? My mannerisms for my lingo, like people are starting to understand that better. Like, so they know it's me talking. Um, no AI can't fucking replicate this. I, I dare y'all to replicate this. I'm going to just switch my lingo. I speak multiple languages. Nigga, I will speak French on your ass. All right? Je parle français. Oui, oui. Uh-huh. Yeah, motherfucker. Then, yeah, you better find out who you playing with. Goddamn. This is a new version. All right? This is your man, Ben's Forever Thinking Out Loud. I holla at, I'm going to holla at you later. You see? You see? I can't even say the holler. I'm going to holla at you later. Peace. Home. It's, it's the home night. Going to turn it up, please. I'm Harlem Nights. Going to turn it up, please. I'm in love with. Going to turn it up, please. I'm Harlem Nights. Party at the Bodega. 